Hey sluts, I'm Aubrey, an Aquarius sun, Scorpio moon, Taurus rising. And I'm Danny. I don't know why I can't do this without laughing. <laughs> Laugh I'm away. Danny, a Sag sun, Leo moon, Libra rising. And, and we're, we're your astro sluts. <laughs> in very matching outfits today. I know. I was going to say that when you opened the door and then I didn't. I didn't realize. Yeah. I just complimented your outfit subconsciously. <laughs> I love what you've done with your look today. I never would have thought of that. A patterned pant with a white tank. Beautiful work. Thanks for calling Astro Sluts. Leave your birth time. If you want to know how to get that guy, text their mom. We're going to need that time. We'll be your latest crush. Call us Astro Sluts. Welcome to the seventh episode of our sixth season. We're talking about descendants today. Mm -hmm. On our slut hot summer journey. We've talked about descendants like a little bit, I think, throughout the episodes, but we're going to dive in more today. It's one of the angles and we're going to get into it. Very partnership-y, what you look for in other people. We're going to go through all the signs, so stay tuned for that. But before then... What life updates do you have for us? Um, I feel like this week I was in my Raggedy Ann era. <laughs> Yo. I just literally all that I could feel was raggedy. <laughs> I just felt so raggedy all week. And I just was like really busy though. And I just feel like I didn't have time to like, like get ready in the mornings or like I didn't like literally. Well, also the okay now I'm everything is fine because I my invoices have been paid. But like. Just the difference between working and then being freelance or like being an an employee and being freelance. Like, I feel like I was really lucky that like I didn't have to take like a huge pay cut, Mm -hmm. but just like I didn't have the money all summer, like literally just like all summer, like all my money was just floating in the universe and I just was like it was so hard because I like was like, okay, I have been making money, but (laughs) none of it was in my account. So that was just like also then it was like literally like this week a bunch of stuff was due. So then it was even more like weighing on me and I just like didn't want to buy a new like Pilates package or I didn't want to like re-up on my skincare because I was just like, oh my God, stuff is like I need to like have this money in my account before I do all that because it's like so like uh, irresponsible to do whatever. So then I just feel like I had like just especially this last week, I was just like not doing anything that I needed to be doing. Mm-hmm. I also was like running around. I took on like extra work because I always do and I'm annoying. And then I just was like raggedy. All my shit was all over the place. Like my yeah. laundry wasn't done. I had no money. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> didn't have time to get dressed in the mornings. I wasn't working out. It was just, it was like a lot. <laughs> No, it was literally fine. I just was like, oh, my God. Like, I just feel tattered. (laughs) But I think I feel better. I, like, cleaned this morning. I got dressed. I did my hair. I put on makeup. My I got two invoices paid this morning. So I think we're I think we're having a better time. I love that. Thank you. That is so funny. I know. Great descriptive words. Thank you. (laughs) How about you? Um, I've been really trying to like slow down this Mm -hmm. week. I just like my whole life. I've always had a million fucking things going on and like, I'm very airy. Like I'm all over the place. There's lots happening. I've got lots of ideas. Lots to say. I do feel like just like 2020, like slowed me down as a whole Mm -hmm. a ton. But like now this week in particular, I'm just trying to like relax. Yeah, I've been like doing lots of astrological studying and Mm -hmm. researching and I feel like I know too much now (laughs) yeah like I just I just think I know exactly what's gonna happen and like exactly when it's gonna happen and like I don't yeah and so I'm trying to like not spiral about what's happening two months from now potentially and just like be intentional like not speed walk everywhere Mm -hmm. and like just like if there's something to do I'm just gonna like take the time that it takes to do it and just like trying to be present yeah so I don't like I'm like so in that like Aquarius like three steps ahead mode yeah like what if we were just like here for a second yeah 
very good to do. It's good very to good to do. Um, yeah, yeah, I understand. <laughs> we're, just, we're just on the roller coaster of life. We sure you are. Know? We're just and I'm not going the, with the flow. I'm not the roller coaster tycooner. No, you're not. I'm. This is <laughs> not your roller ty- coaster it's tycoon. <laughs> I'm not building the the coaster. I'm mm-hmm. on it. I don't know which way it turns next. Mm-hmm. And I can't. No. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. I'm like, I'm also having soup night. <laughs> <laughs> it's the top of my mind today. <laughs> I like spontaneously invited all my friends over for soup. And I was like, wait, I don't have enough bowls or spoons or like... I need to make sure I have enough ingredients. I was just going to make soup for one. Yeah. I might have to go. I might have to go get more potatoes or something. Some more pans. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have like like a big pot of soup, a medium pot of soup, yeah, and a literally. small pot of soup. But it's all going to be the same type of soup. I kind of like it. It's hilarious. Me too. I think it's really silly and fun. It is. And... Um, the crew need, needed a morale boost, which yeah. I think soup night is going to be. I love. I am. I'm, I'm the ratatouille tonight. Yeah, literally. It's exactly my vibe. <laughs> going to be running all over my kitchen. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Be wild bowls. It is going to have to be that, I think. <laughs> depend- I'm waiting on like one more RSVP. So and if funny. that person, <laughs> we've hit our maximum. Someone's going to have to bring a bowl. (laughs) Let's get into our roster. roster. This is our current sky. We give you guys a little update on like where the planets are shifting this week, which planets are going to be on the starting lines, having our attention, playing the game this week. That was good. That was good. <laughs> you want to kick us off? I'll kick us off. We have dun 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 Mercury retrograde in on August twenty third. It's in Virgo, and although I was a little bit dramatic in my presentation <laughs> of that, it's actually no fucking big deal. No. So you can relax if you saw any like clickbaity articles or tiktoks about how your life is going to be ruined by mercury retrograde you can go ahead and like unfollow those creators and publications um we have three mercury retrogrades a year and we always have so it's just like a part of life we just take a minute to pause and think about things um if you are unfamiliar mercury is our planet of communication technology thoughts information like transportation in the ways of like like a bike is very mercury or like short-term travel when a planet goes retrograde it's when it like appears to be moving backwards in the sky it's not actually moving backwards but for our purposes it's hit in reverse Um, This causes things to just get like kind of jumbled or confused or murky for this period of time. Um, And so then we combine those. Mercury retrograde is going to be like miscommunications. Your phone is going to break. You're going to like send a text to the wrong person. Mm -hmm. Like those kind of like little technological communication mishaps. Um, Mercury does rule Virgo so I think we are a little bit more comfortable than Mm -hmm. than usual or not usual just like than other options um, could maybe lessen the impact of this Mercury retrograde a little bit Um, I could also see this manifesting as like we're going back to just like the basics like what like details can we fine tune Mm -hmm. that like things are gonna come up and you're gonna be like oh okay that didn't work like you're gonna like lose a file during a meeting and then realize you need to like reorganize the entire way you have files saved kind of thing um but in general retrogrades are a good time the rule of re's we're reflecting reassessing realigning recalibrating that's a nice word we don't usually use that one um and this is going on until september 15th You can look to your birth chart to find the house that Virgo is in, and that is the house that represents the area of life that this Mercury retrograde will will be affecting you. This is happening in my fifth fifth house, which I think is just the exact boner killer that I need. Yeah. Great. (laughs) 
pause slamming the brakes, Slam the brakes. on my fifth house <laughs> love that um next on our roster on august 27th we have mars entering libra um if you watch Ginny and georgia the mom always says you catch more flies with honey but if you get yourself a bee sting first Ooh. isn't that good for this like mars and libra yes yeah so very much like turn up the charm up the sweetness the peacemaking energy but be careful to not slip into our people pleaser vibe don't let people take advantage of you even though they maybe like turned up their charm a little bit and sounded really interesting or really like exactly what you want be careful um but I think just like nice energy to try to find balance in your life um, add some harmony to your relationships, your friendships. If you can do some like good work in your community, use that Libra energy. Um, and yeah, if someone comes for you, don't forget you can sting first. <laughs> <laughs> Up next on August 28th, we have Uranus stationing retrograde in Taurus. As we know, with our Mercury retrograde, it's going to sort of like mean a shakeup, a slowdown. Retrograde is going to draw attention to a certain energy that we need to like re-get re it together with mm -hmm. um, in a certain part of our lives. So Uranus is the planet of like revolution, rebellion. It's very like restless. It's rules like the unexpected, like sudden changes. So in Taurus... I think as a whole, we were going to be seeing shakeups and things that are ruled by Taurus. So I think we have some like fun mm. fashion-y sort of opportunities Love. here, like doing something unique or like never been done before um, with like aesthetics. I think you'll see headlines like Kanye West comes out as polyamorous, stuff. like some sort yeah. of like wacky like love stuff or mm -hmm. like non- uh, conventional like love in the air mm -hmm. um and I also think we could see some stuff with like crypto or any sort of like futuristic yeah. financial sort of situation For money sure. um this is going until January 27th 2024 which mm -hmm. is a minute Uranus is our one of our slower moving planets so as we get further away from the sun the retrogrades are longer um so this is also not going to be like your life's not going to be like turmoil when yeah. this goes retrograde. It's like the outer planets, we're not going to like feel them personally as much. It's going to be more of like these like societal like shifts in like style kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but you can look to Taurus in your birth chart to see what part of life that this will be affecting. Uranus wants you to be your, your authentic self. So see what sort of things that you can like let go of that have been holding you back and I also an in inspiration mm -hmm. am also looking forward to this retrograde yeah it's happening in my first house and I just am like I feel like I need I feel like I need the shake-up you know good. that's nice mine's in my eighth house so maybe my maybe my invoices all get paid yes no absolutely <laughs> <laughs> Um, next on our list, this is the packed little week. Mm -hmm. It's also the beginning of Virgo season when you're listening to this yes. too. We had to talk about it last week because there were so many other things to talk about this <laughs> week. Um, but there's a full moon in Pisces on August 30th. So this is a double full moon month. Usually there's just like a new moon and a full moon, but this one we've got I double. This is a once in a blue moon. Yeah. It's I a think blue is moon. what that phrase comes from is when yeah. there's two full moons in mm -hmm. one month. It's now. <laughs> it's here once in a blue moon and um yeah so we had the full moon in Aquarius on August 1st and then we have our full moon in Pisces on August 30th Pisces is obviously like our 12th sign it can signal like endings wrap-ups so do full moons so this could be like very like chapter closing energy um maybe you're getting ready to welcome something new something fresh whether it's just like literally the start of like back to school fall virgo season like that second half of the year fall winter um or maybe that means something more personal to you or it's like a nudge to close the chapter that you're in 
Um, Pisces, we know, is quite sensitive and intuitive. So definitely like a good time to just like listen to what's coming up for you. If you need to like tap into your intuition, listen to your gut a little bit this week and just see if anything is pushing you in a certain direction. That's wonderful. Mm -hmm. I think it sounds nice. (laughs) This week for sex ed we are talking descendant um we talked about it a little bit at the beginning of the episode but this is one of our angles so we'll get into it a little bit more but if you want to like visualize this this is like the far most right part of your birth chart so obviously we have on the left side our ascendant which leads us into the first house and then all the way on the right side of our chart is our descendant point so it's again it's like a spot on the birth chart it's not like a a planet or something um and that like leads us into our seventh house of partnerships relationships all those fun things so our seventh house it rules partnerships one-on-one relationships Mm -hmm. this can be like friendships or business partnerships but obviously we all like to think about our romantic relationships yeah the most um so We know that our rising sign is how we like express ourselves into the world that like kind of like cover of our book, what we're putting out there. Then our descendant is going to be the opposite. It's going to be like what we look for in another person, what we're attracted to. Um, These are always going to be in opposite signs. So signs that are are like very much the same but different that like two sides of the same coin so there is this like alignment in the center of like we want the same things we have the same values but they're gonna be like going about them Mm -hmm. in totally different ways yeah I did think it was interesting too when I was reading about this like someone mentioned if you're not like secure in your interests to those things or like maybe even secure in that like you find it attractive because you wish you had some more of it yourself Mm -hmm. like that could like lead to a lot of like jealousy insecurity like projecting onto your partner and I do just think that's so true like I feel like especially when you talk about like opposing signs it's like why don't you like that person that's like the opposite but the same of you and a lot of times it's like well because you see that in yourself or like try Mm -hmm. not to see it in yourself or you wish you could like project that quality more into the world um but yeah these could obviously like be things that like you wish you were a little more assertive in a relationship or something so you of course find that attractive or like maybe you don't like that sometimes you get a little bit angry or something (laughs) but like you it doesn't bother you in someone else Mm mm-hmm um, so kind of like shadow, a little bit of shadow energy here just because it has that like opposing force. Yeah, it's very much like we, of course, like date people that we want to be more like. But yeah. you actually like don't have to date someone in order to like, yes, take on some of those qualities mm-hmm. of things that you do not naturally like feel comfortable putting out into the world. Totally. Um, but people do tend to like you know you'll see like lots of like pop astrology stuff being like your soulmate is the person who like is like their sun sign is your descendant which mm-hmm. like okay maybe like yeah I don't know some people find like success in dating someone with a lot of placements of their descendant sign yeah I think it can also be just like what you like in a relationship yeah apart from like a person necessarily like do you just like need stability and then obviously many different kinds of people can provide stability in like many different ways it's just like good to know about yourself and then obviously there's like people who embody those traits more Mm -hmm. but I think it's also just nice to like kind of figure out what you're into or like what kind of relationship structure might be helpful for you I think you can find from the descendant like literally apart from just like a person with the opposing sign yeah. as you're rising. I think balance is something we haven't used as a word yet, but mm-hmm. like it's like what do you need to like balance yes. out and like what comes supernaturally to you, but there are other things that could like yeah, even you out a little bit. Totally. All right, shall we get into into them? Yeah. Up first, we're going to talk about if you have an Aries rising, then you have a Libra descendant. So, you are going to be someone that comes off as like overly independent and bold and you are going to look for that opposite energy of like someone who is like super bold and like wanting connection and partnership with someone else 
um, you're going to have like energy that's kind of all over the place. Like Aries is super like impulsive and like just doing the first thing that comes to its head. And like Libra is going to balance that very well. Um, Libra is an air sign, so they can like definitely keep up with the like excitement of like fiery Aries. Um, but it's also ruled by Venus. So like there is that like stability and like groundedness to Libra. Mm-hmm. Um it's very much like Aries likes to lead, Libra likes to follow, and like an oversimplification of that, um, like gender aside, like it's very much like that yeah. mask femme dynamic is very much the like Aries Libra access. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think good things to think about if you have a Libra descendant, just like reflection points, how can you like release control? of things like could you let someone else be in the driver's seat for once or like how can you be more open to giving and receiving love and connection Mm -hmm. um Taurus rising you have a Scorpio descendant so we're really looking for intensity depth we want to find our soulmate our twin flame (laughs) here we don't want just like Anything casual hookup-y is not going to be of interest, especially, obviously, when we're looking at, like, long-term partnerships. Um, Big on sensuality here. I feel like sex is just going to be a very important part of feeling connected for you. Um, But I do also think, like, sex is going to be an important part of, like, resolving conflict for this sign. Like, to feel close, it's going to need that kind of, like, sensual, intimate, sexual resolve um definitely gonna want to create space to share secrets have deep communication want to feel like very insanely beyond connected and <laughs> yeah that's you me speak to <laughs> um you like to add anything yeah no I totally obviously agree with all those things I think it's super interesting like Scorpio I've never dated a Scorpio I think it's like the only sign that I've never dated um I like I don't I've never really dated anyone with like obviously I love a Scorpio moon Mm -hmm. but I I like I have a Scorpio moon as well like I have stuff in Scorpio um I don't know I've never dated like a super Scorpio person before but I also always say like I've never dated anyone that I like or which is oversimplification but like I've never dated anyone that I felt like was really good for me. Yeah. So it's just interesting. It is interesting. That overlap in Mm -hmm. truths. Yeah. Something to try. Something to try. It's on the bucket list. What could I say? Um up next, if you have a Gemini rising, then you're gonna have a Sagittarius descendant. Gemini is a big like thinker and talker, and Sag is a very big like doer. No think. Is no down. think, just do. Um, so I think this is someone that can like help you get out there and like bring those like big plans and ideas you have to reality. Um, I think it's important like for a Gemini rising, like in partnership, they need to find someone that is like expansive and makes them feel like they are growing and like bigger. Um And, like, expanding their horizons, like, learning something new. Like, Mm -hmm. Gemini is very, like, intellectual, and they're going to want someone that's, like, they could think for days. They could talk with anyone, but I think Sag will, like, help them, like, get out into the world and, like, see stuff. Yeah. Um, But for Gemini, like, how, what are ways you can, like, get out of your own head? What risks can you take? Like, how can you look at that bigger picture, like, on your own as well? Mm Mm-hmm. I think Gemini Sag are like this duality is like it, it to me it feels less duality like <laughs> opposing I get I mean I guess because Gemini is like duality in itself already yeah, but fair. like I think the two of them are more just like outliers of the zodiac and like the ways that they are not compatible with a lot of the other signs no I know I think there's like a very like I think they're a lot closer than they are far yeah they're just both kind of like big personalities Mm -hmm. and like they are opposite clown axis exactly that but I think it's like they (laughs) balance each other because they do not have to be like 
pulled down yeah by any other Mm -hmm. zodiac sign it's like about this like expansiveness that they can provide each other that other signs like they yeah. will feel like restricted by yeah totally i mean like even just like aries versus libra it's like me versus others yeah like that's very clear yeah but yeah when you're getting into just like doing first thinking or like those are more abstract yeah so it it's just, like it's less your neighborhood versus like white. foreign world yeah like, exactly they're both buzzy and like mm-hmm. outside of yourself yeah totally um, for Cancer Risings, we have a Capricorn Descendant. So I really just like this. It's very like power couple vibes, like mm-hmm. really interested in like setting goals together, going to be big on like, okay, that was a bad sentence. <laughs> setting goals together is going to be like a big point of connection. Like what mm-hmm. are you doing to like plan for your future? We want to like have like goals in mind structure for your relationship obviously we know our cancers are big softies so I feel like they need that like strong energy from a partner to feel like secure um very big like for life energy I feel like for this placement like make sure you know who you're getting into that with Mm -hmm. because I think too you'd be less likely to like especially if you're like building linking and building (laughs) I can't (laughs) stop saying all the time like, with someone, you want to make sure it's, like, the right person. And obviously, we have our, like, softy cancer rising. So, you are, like, less likely to just be like, oh, this is not for me. Um, I do also think this could lean, like, you want to be, like, the provider in the relationship. And, like, even, like, if it's not, like, Capricorn, like, financially, like, you could just want to be, like, the person for your person like the support person in many different kinds of ways whether it's like in your home in your career whatever so I think that's like also a good call out to like make sure your energy is matched Mm -hmm. by like the person that you're building build it linking and building with (laughs) (laughs) to put it very Capricorn of you exactly to call a relationship linking and building exactly and that Capricorn energy is linking and building so make sure that from a cancer perspective you are getting your needs met there too (laughs) for Leo rising you have an Aquarius descendant this is very much like Leo is the main character and like Aquarius is like the quirky best friend in the movie Mm -hmm. um So Leo Risings, you're going to be attracted to like things that are like unique, unconventional people that are like Leos are very expressive and they're unapologetic and they're Mm -hmm. out there. And Aquarius is very like aloof and detached and like very much thinking of the collective way more than a Leo Rising Rising, who is like just kind of thinking about themselves. Um we always say that like Aquarius has very much like friend energy. So I think this is like something that I wouldn't typically like the first thing that came comes to mind when I think like Leo rising, I wouldn't like necessarily think like friendship, but I do think Mm -hmm. that like having an Aquarius descendant similar to if you had like Venus or Mars in Aquarius, you are going to want to have like a really strong like friendship base with people that you are like partnering with. Um, good reflective questions for Leo rising. How can you like break free from who you think you're supposed to be on your own? Can you like love others as much as you love yourself? Like those Aquarian traits that you look up to. Mm-hmm. Implement them. Yeah. Virgo risings, you're going to have a Pisces descendant. Um, I think this is really like, this is like a very, this is duality, duality. Like a Virgo rising obviously is going to have like their shit together. They are like the, the mom friend, the shit together friend, like probably excelling in many parts of your life. So when it comes to relationships, you just want like an escape. You want like a fantasy world. Um, I can't, I couldn't think of it. What is the TikTok sound? Like I... BRB I'm escaping to my fantasy land like I it's not that but it's like whatever that sound is it's (laughs) that like you want to be swept off your feet you want like a little magic in your relationship um 
And I think you just really want to build like your own special world with your partner, kind of like apart from whatever like your real life entails. Um, you might be more attracted to like artistic people or people who do like express themselves through art or like are a little more unique and different. Um, and definitely be aware of putting your partner on a pedestal like I can't see I'm blind, <laughs> you know, our little Pisces fantasy world. Um, so again, just make sure the person that you are escaping into your rom-com with is the person that deserves to be in your rom-com. So we've reached the halfway point. Now we're going into like the flip-flops of everything mm -hmm. we just talked about. So if you have a Libra rising, then you have the Aries descendant. So that's going to be like the same, but opposite. Um, Libra is someone who is like very focused on partnerships. Like they're going to be a priority, like romance and one-on-one -on -one relationships are like what Libra is all about. So then someone with Aries placements or like in your relationship, you want to find like someone who is like inspires independence in you. Like you don't actually want like codependency, I assume. So like having like autonomy and someone who's like fiery and passionate and confident and like has their own stuff going on is going to be like very mm -hmm. good for you um balance out your sweetie pie nature um but we can also like how can you as a Libra rising be more like confident and assertive in your own life outside of partnerships as well mm -hmm. um Scorpio rising you're gonna have a Taurus descendant this is very like stop and smell the roses. <laughs> um, I think as a Scorpio rising too, you really value like Taurus's stability, that like stable, earthy, grounded energy that they bring to a relationship. So you do feel like safe to open up and like lean into the relationship. Um, definitely want to lead like a beautiful home life together. They might, you might be like interested in someone who leans more traditional in relationships, which I do just think is funny because we probably don't think about that for like a Scorpio rising, but like you want them to remember your anniversary. Like maybe you want like flowers brought to you on a date, just like those kind of like little things that like remind us of like very much what a romantic relationship is and all the like cute things that like you see in a movie or in a book are probably going to be like very endearing to you <laughs> um for a sad rising you're gonna have a gemini descendant so as we said earlier sagittarius kind of does whatever they want gemini can help sag like balance like the thinking before act or help balance like acting before thinking so mm -hmm. like looking at the details a little bit more um gemini can be super intellectually stimulating and sagittarius rules higher education and loves like the psychological thinking like religion all those kind of like culty yeah sort of interests um so you want someone that you're just like never gonna run out of things to talk about with is always gonna be like bringing mm -hmm. new ideas and concepts to you um i do think um, I kind of said this earlier, but like the key is just like being in a relationship that makes you feel expansive and like free as opposed to like feeling like restricted because of yeah. your partnership. Mm -hmm. Capricorn risings, you're going to have a cancer descendant. Um, so you very much like give off big, powerful earth sign energy to the world. So in your relationship, you want soft. You want sensitivity and softness and ease. Um, you probably will lean more towards people who are like in touch with their emotions to try to like help bring you into that realm. Um, definitely going to have like a big focus on home and family here. Um, they did like somewhere I was reading called out that you might be like very open to people with like kids from previous relationships mm -hmm. or like very welcoming to their family, which I do think makes a lot of sense. Just like big nesting energy, big family focus here. Um, also, it would be nice. You'll probably feel very romantic with like next to the water. So take a walk by the lake, go on a vacation and lounge by the beach. Um, try to bring that into your rom romantic life. And for Aquarius Risings, you are going to have a Leo Descendant. 
Aquarius is, you know, classically our little alien friends. They want to be their weirdo selves. Um, I think something we don't talk about enough on the podcast is that like Aquarius does like sometimes lean towards like a little bit more insecure or Mm -hmm. like that they get stuck in the like no one understands me or like I'm too different. The like I need to separate myself from Mm -hmm. the pack because like I am too weird. Yeah. Um, but I think as an Aquarius rising, like you see Leo energy as like, wow, this like person is being so themselves and unapologetic and like everyone can see like Mm -hmm. exactly who they are. Um, so I think finding in a relationship, someone that makes you feel like you can get out of your comfort zone or like feel confident and bold Mm -hmm. and like you can like show the world what you got. Um, Which someone with Leo energy would give you like your space to be your own person because they also want to be their own person Mm -hmm. and like stand stand apart as well as together. Um, I do think also like Leo Leos are like very loving and giving and like that can just be very like healing for someone who's like nobody understands me. Yes. Pisces rising you're gonna have a Virgo descendant um literally just like again I'm just here with our acts of service energy (laughs) but it really is just giving that Pisces obviously we have like our hopeless romantic energy we are very sensitive very intuitive very soft but in a relationship it's going to be again very appealing to have some structure get that earth sign energy in your life um but I do think it's like a lot of big sixth house energy here like what are you doing on the daily together to like build that like structure and safety for your partner um so like finding the little moments to ground you like going for a walk in the morning um going to a yoga class together cooking together just like normal things to bring like you down to earth and to make like the connection like feel real and realistic and like sustainable um but yeah nice grounded energy for our Pisces friends is going to be very healing <laughs> love that those are all the descendant signs um hopefully that's some insight on like where you can find balance in your like self uh-huh. versus other partnerships kind of thing um yeah I think it is just we said this at the beginning but I think it is like an interesting thing to like or like I don't know it kind of gives me the like when you're in like elementary school and you like think that like boy is so so loud and annoying or something (laughs) and and then it's like well maybe you just like wish you would speak up yeah like I think it has some of that energy to it so I think it can be just as helpful for like an individual as opposed to like a partner like what are you what could you just like project more into the world and then also like to learn about like the kinds of people you're into or what you need out of a relationship I mean obviously like I am a Libra rising and but so is my boyfriend but he is an Aries so like it does obviously like work just as simply as it's supposed to I feel like like that attraction yeah but I think there's like so many ways to use it there I think that is also a good point like if you have planets in your opposite sign of your rising sign you will just like naturally feel more comfortable with that duality as opposed to like if your seventh house is empty, then totally you might identify more with the like, oh, I like totally am only looking for these traits and other people. Like, I don't feel like I yeah. embody them. Yeah, definitely. All right. Hot, Hot topics. <laughs> <laughs> this is our segment where we talk about a little something, something that's not astrology, but it usually is in theme with our episode. Yeah. today we're gonna talk about intimate friendships verse 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 romantic relationships should you date should you just be friends what are you trying to get out of this sometimes it's hard to know do you want to (laughs) start sure um let's see i i'm trying to think where where to begin yeah i suppose 
in recent weeks, months, I went on a couple dates with someone mm-hmm. that I like was like acquaintances, like acquaint- acquaintance friend vibes with. Yeah. Um, and is so cute and cool. And I like definitely wanted something to happen there. Um, and it just like wouldn't. It just like yeah. wouldn't click. Sometimes just the vibe is not there. And it's like, I don't know. I, I'm someone that I was just like, oh, I'm willing to like keep trying this out. Maybe we don't know each other enough. I yeah. feel like I haven't like seen that side of them. Yeah, it was kind of like you also didn't know like, are we on the same page that it's a date? Do they know yeah. that I'm trying to make this a date? So it was like, let's keep trying it and see if it like. Yeah, once we both know it's a date, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But, like, I don't know. They sent me the nicest text ever. Um, I literally told my therapist about this text. And my therapist was like, oh, I'm going to take that. I'm going to tell my other clients (laughs) to, like, say this to people. Um, But they were like, hey, like, I'm so glad we went on that date. Like, I had such a good time. But, like, I'm feeling more of, like, a platonic vibe between the two of us. Um, But they were like, but would you still want to, like keep growing our friendship yeah see that's so nice and I was like see you're the coolest person ever like yeah why don't we like feel like that because I, I was know. like on the same exact page like I literally got this text and I was like wait no I should have I should have sent this yeah um but yeah no I know but I've also been on the opposite of that where, like, I've dated people and then in retrospect, I'm like, wait, we were literally just, like, friends. Yeah. And I suppose there's maybe I'm looking at it too black and white at the moment. Like, of course, there is that gray area of where there, like, is an attraction. But, like, would we have been better as friends? Probably, like, I don't know. It's just, like, I think all yeah. this particular. Well, I don't know. I would say it's more common to have that like gray area in queer relationships dating but I think obviously that still exists in more of like a heterosexual context it's just kind of like there's more of like a hard line of like you're either dating or you're bros yeah there's just less personally there's less guys that you would even want to be friends with yeah there's just like literally not that many you yeah, know what I yeah. mean? So it's like not as much of a thing where you're like, oh, I like really respect this like thoughtful man who right. has really interesting things to say. Like that's just like yeah. honestly really hard to come by. So it's not like you're not often like I feel like out of courtesy sometimes you're like, let's be friends. But there's not a lot of times like I can't ever think of a time where I like went on a date or two with a guy and I would like actually think that they would offer me something as a friend. Yeah. Because it's just, like, they they honestly most of the time don't have anything don't. to offer in friendship. I know. Boys have, like, such a a different idea of, like, friendship. Yeah. Like, I don't, like, this is way an overgeneralization. But, like, boys just, like, don't show up in the ways that, like, not boys do. Yeah. They don't, like think about like oh this is something that would be really important to this other person totally let me show up for them you know yeah I know I don't know like I know I'm trying to think like because like I feel like with my when I dated the Pisces we were like we were like I'm doing air quotes like friends before we started dating but like we but like we weren't friends like we literally just like would go out together. Yeah. Like we we both just like I feel like we're like young people who didn't go to college and everyone we knew was like at college. So like we would hang out together to like go out because like we just didn't have other people to go out with kind mm-hmm. of thing. So like I guess that is like a kind of friendship, but it's not like we had like in-depth talks or like yeah. we didn't like go to dinner and just like chit chat. Right, right. But then, like, so then when after we dated and we broke up, I was kind of like, well, I guess we could kind of. Sorry, I just realized my toes are out. <laughs> I'm going to tuck them in. Um, but I just remember, like, being like to my therapist, and I was like, I kind of think I'd like to still be friends with him because we were like friends before. And she was like, what would he offer you yeah. as a friend? Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I have, actually have no idea. Yeah. 
Like, I don't need to go to Blind Barber with my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> That's, like, what we would do before. Like, we would just go to Blind Barber all the time. Yeah. And that was fun, obviously. But, like, okay. It's just, like, not necessary. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So that's how I feel on boys as friends, I guess. Absolutely. Um, I also, I just finished reading Polly Secure this week, which I had been reading it for like eight months or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I got through it. Um, and I don't know. I, I honestly was like really nervous going into my therapy session because I just like, I don't always trust myself and I am just so delusional. I also realized this week that I have Neptune at the, like in at 29 degrees. Oh. So like I have it at an anoretic degree, which I think is why I like get along with Pisces so well, like in my friendships, like I really do have that like delulu quality to me. Yeah. Um, and like sometimes I just don't like trust what I'm thinking or how I'm feeling like, And so I was going into therapy being like, okay, I'm going to tell my therapist that like, I don't think I want to be Polly. And I was just worried that they were going to be like, okay, but like, remember when you said this, this, and this, or remember when you were in a relationship and you were feeling like this and they didn't do that. So that was a huge relief. I don't know why I thought like, I felt like pressured to be poly not like by my therapist but they were just like so supportive if that's mm-hmm. like what I wanted to do that I was like am I being a disappointment <laughs> to like <laughs> yeah. to like convention <laughs> um but I don't know I was like talking with my therapist about how like the like in coming off of our episode of last week yeah of like or was it two weeks ago where I was like I want to be a slut but I just like I'm not two weeks ago ago when we were talking about Mars Mm -hmm. um I was like sex is just like not that important to me yeah like I don't like obviously I want it but I don't like really put a lot of effort into like seeking it out like it's Mm -hmm. not like it's not high on my list of priorities as a whole and especially when I'm in like a relationship like I've never been the person with a higher libido yeah never and so I was like and then for me the difference between like having a lot of like intimate friendships and like being poly is or like non-monogamous or whatever like it's sex Mm -hmm. right and I was like I so I think like I I think I just want like autonomy and I think I want to be allowed to have friends and that will be like as fulfilling to me. And especially if I'm someone that has a lot of interests and artistic pursuits and career goals, like, yeah, I think just like, um, I think your last relationship was obviously just like very, very heavy handed. Yeah. Like control wise kind of thing. So I think that's just like was it's normal to just be like, I need other. I need yeah. other because you just didn't feel like you could do like have friends or see your friends or talk to people or whatever. And then I also just feel like being like long distance before that. Yeah. That was like I feel like they're like it was always like situationally is why you felt that way, not like um just like basis of like what you're actually looking for outside of those relationships yeah okay that's very true yeah to speak for you no no absolutely I think that's like I forget that like I feel like just like the relationships where you were in were like kind of just different very obviously very different but like kind of both had those touches of like limitations and before before the three back yeah was locked down yeah literally also like so restrictive like literally the most limitations the most limitations and I was also like no I'd literally rather not have companionship leave me alone yeah um so that's very yeah that's a very interesting track record of me Mm -hmm. yeah but yeah this is my public announcement (laughs) <laughs> I think I just want to date one person. Yeah. Eventually. Mm-hmm. And in in that, like, not having... I'm, 
I want to be allowed to like and yeah just feel still like you have autonomy over yourself and your friendships and your outside relationships and and if I were to meet someone else that's something that I would feel comfortable talking about my therapist did also because whatever other stuff was coming up in this conversation my therapist was like you you are you are always allowed to have a crush on someone yeah and I was like oh my god that's so true (laughs) yeah literally and I think it's like I don't know at least from like how I feel about it like obviously like I like have my little weird crushes and things but like I don't ever like I don't ever like um let me think of how to like say this in a make sense way like it never feels like like a crush feels like fun because it I know it wouldn't work out in reality yeah you know what I mean yes and that's why I think those like that's such a like such a fine thing in life because I'm like I would actually hate to date this person yeah. because <laughs> whatever they're doing is like actually what I would find super unattractive yeah. if I dated <laughs> if them. them but like it's just like silly and fun to like just like be interested in people or talk to people or whatever it is like learn about what's going on outside your own little world but I feel like that is just such a normal thing and then like if someone is like breathing down your spine about that that's like such an insecurity thing yeah which obviously is fine we're all insecure but like it is just kind of like a reality of life yeah yeah I don't know and it doesn't mean that it has like weight to it or like feeding you strayed from your relationship but it's just like mm -hmm, I don't know but I feel like if you feel like you can't have that that's when you're like well wouldn't it be so much better if I could date so-and-so yeah yeah totally but like if you're like yeah I could but like why would I right then it's like oh yeah I don't actually want to do that yeah and like now being I mean not that I didn't feel this way before but like in also being single now like I have like a lot of hot friends Mm -hmm. and I love to flirt with my friends and like they're so cute but like I don't I'm like no but I don't want to like I don't want to have sex with them yeah yeah I also yeah I think it just like literally is like if you can know those things about yourself I think it's like so much more effective than also just like getting into a weird entanglement with someone that is like is your close friend Mm -hmm. like especially if you just like know their boundaries and like their comfortable comfortability is that a word maybe sure with things like you could just like have a nice fun time flirty time whatever as friends Mm -hmm. and again learn from them and like take on qualities that you like from them and whatever and then like you know have your line yeah and then you save the mess for the people you don't you don't care that much about (laughs) (laughs) yeah I do feel like so many of the people that I know like I think it's just like in this like we're all 25 ish and like yeah growing up and maturing but I do just feel like and I think everyone is also probably like scorned from past lovers but like yeah I feel like so many people that I know are like I'm only dating people that I know I need like friendships with people first like it is just like nice to like not rush things and to Mm -hmm. just like really get to know people before you date them yeah I mean, obviously, I agree. I've only really ever done that. But, like, I mean, still, it's not like it's worked out always. But, like, yeah. I just, like, I could, I don't know. I've never, I've, I say this all the time, especially with, like, dating apps and stuff when we talk about it. Like, I could just never get myself to care enough mm-hmm. about someone I didn't know. But, like, yeah, knowing someone for a long time, either through friendship, through working with them, whatever you just know so much more about that person Mm -hmm. you see things that are unattractive in them and you either care or you don't you get turned off and you're like "Eh, never mind that's not for me or you're like I literally don't care and then that's always a good sign Mm -hmm. but yeah I'm a huge I'm a huge know someone before you date them because people are just fucking weird everyone is and like it's better to know the weird Yeah, and then you're not, like, surprised or shocked that, like, this deal breaker for you comes up, like, four months into your relationship. totally. Yeah. 
I suppose we started at. Should you date your friends? Should should you should you be friends with people or should you date them? And I guess the answer is both. And it, we've yeah. come like full circle of that. Like it is that like gray area of like be friends with people until you want to date them. Like be friends with people until it's clear. Yeah. If you would like to date them or not. And there is no you don't need to like jump into. Yeah. Does it need to be like a rushed process either? And I think, like, too, like, if you were, like, truly supposed to date someone that you're friends with, like, it would just, like, unfold in that way mm-hmm. without you having to push it. Maybe that's, like, a good, yeah, a good, um, like, if it feels like you have to be, like, very obvious or, like, pushy about it, maybe not. Obviously, if you're, like, I think that I'm getting a vibe and I think I'm giving a vibe, like, that's fine. Yeah. But, like, if you're just, like, feeling like it's, like, starting from nowhere and you're, like, should we date? Well, like, yeah. maybe no. <laughs> but just let things grow. Let things unfold. And for the girlies, the people who are dating boys, if you can find a friendship with a boy, like going back to our first thing, that is a green flag. Huge green flag. If a boy yes. does show up for you as a friend, it's really hard. So that is a green flag. Yes, and and if you meet a guy that has is has a lot of friendships with girls, like I would also say that's a green flag. Granted, the nature of them, mm-hmm. d- nature of them dependent. A lot of guys are like, oh, yeah, my friend, that's a girl. My friend, that's a girl. And you're like, yeah, what? But like, I would say, yeah, being able to maintain a female friendship. Yeah. As like a cishet man. Yeah. We love to see that. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's our TED Talk for the and day. That's our TED Talk. <laughs> Thank you for coming to Hot Topic. I hope you enjoy your graphic tea. <laughs> our next segment, Beloved by Drake. Hotline bling, hotline bling. <laughs> this is our crush hotline. Um, we have in the the description of this episode in our social media link in bios there's a google form and we want to know what you need advice on if you are in a crush crisis um like literally anything write us a story ask us a question request an astrology topic you want us to talk about and we will you want to read this week's submission yeah at a bit of a crossroads careers and a good path or careers in a good place where I could break into the life I've always wanted, corporate career girly, or invest a little more into my relationship. Is it worth it? Can you give me some insight on what's in the stars? Thank you. XOXO. So this listener is an Aries sun, Aquarius moon, Leo rising. To be honest, I didn't even look at the guys. I didn't either. We don't, <laughs> I don't think it matters. Them. It doesn't matter. Um, we're talking about you. Yeah. Um, okay. I guess like I, there are like astrology things that I think would be helpful for you, but my first thing is just like, why couldn't you do both? Yeah. I guess like the thing that comes up for me is like either like if you feel, and obviously this is like, you didn't give a ton of Intel. So if I'm making this up about you, don't listen to this part, but like if you feel like your like your job is like that consuming that you can't have like personal relationships outside of it, like that is maybe something to think about. And then also like if your partner isn't maybe supporting you in your career or like is like, oh, I wish you were home earlier or like I wish like, I don't know, I wish you wouldn't work so late or whatever it is like. Like I think that can be helpful to an extent to keep us in check, but like is there a reason that like you feel like you can't pour into both of those areas of your life is maybe just something to think about before we get into astrology. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm also wondering like what both of those look like for you. Like what yeah. we don't know how long you've been dating this person or like what the nature of your relationship is now. Is it just, yeah. like, a, is it just like a hookup or something right. that you're like, Oh no, I want to like commit more time to this. Yeah. I have to assume it's like a time thing and like, I don't know. Yes. If this dude is worth it, like he'll be like, no, like I can handle just seeing you 
yeah every other week or whatever yeah I don't know I just like for me it, it kind of like has the energy of that like I just like hate the like rom-com trope of like the career girl who like can't find love yeah because I just like it's like so passe you know what I mean so mm-hmm. I want to make sure we're not like falling into that where you don't think that you could do both because like you literally could especially if you have a boundaryed work life and a supportive partner um but I don't know. I also am like a big like I just think that you can do like I think you can always make time for things you care about. Yeah. Personally. So again, something to think about, like if you can't find time for this person. Is that on purpose? You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Or like, yeah, there are obviously other aspects of your life. Like can some could something else go? Right. So just non-astrology things to think about um astrology things to think about though you do currently have um well jupiter is in taurus and that Mm -hmm. is your 10th house so this is going to be a big career you for career year for you yeah this goes until um may 2024 where you're just going to feel like abundant and lucky and like you have all these like opportunities in your like long-term career and just feeling like very optimistic about that um you also have venus retrograde through your first house right now so this is probably why you're like questioning all these things or like what's important to me where should i be spending my energy do i want to be a relationship person do i want to be a career person um especially because you do have that like abundant 10th house energy happening right now so like i can totally see why this is like something that you're like trying to figure out or thinking of or like maybe it's just been coming up for you like all summer like do I do the do I do the relationship thing do I do the career thing but again I think like one you don't need to make any decisions now like you don't need to just like cut one thing off to get the other I think you can like take the time and take the rest of the like take the rest of this month, September, like while the retrograde is happening to like still figure those things out or maybe try to like push a little this way, push a little in the opposite way, see what sticks. Um, But yeah, I think that's probably why you're feeling like this energy, but I don't think that means you have to like choose anything, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just learned how to like actually read solar return charts recently so I took a look at your solar return your solar return chart is active like the six months before your birthday and the six months after so this will be um like the sun for this past year was in your sixth house of like daily work habits and like health are big themes um so that'll be like you'll just have finished that up like six months past April or no is that now still yeah that's still now okay so that's until October like the main Mm -hmm. theme of your life is gonna be like in your daily work which is like not necessarily like your career goal but it's like whatever your like job is that Mm -hmm. you go to every day is like where you're gonna be like shining and growing the most in this year um you also have had Mercury, Uranus, and the North Node in your seventh house of partnership. So this is definitely like why you've been like thinking about your one-on-one relationships, Mm -hmm. like maybe changing your mind all the time about like how you feel about those or like what you think about those. Um, And also just like feeling a little bit restless with the nodes in your like seventh and first house. Yeah. For this year, it's also going to be like that finding balance between yourself um and versus like you in a relationship then starting in October and it'll be like like October to October I guess um that solar return is you have no planets in the second sixth or tenth house so life will feel much less career focused starting then or it'll just feel like it's like less about like your identity tied Mm -hmm. to it um And then also in January 2024, we have Pluto entering Aquarius, which is going to be your seventh house. So like the next 20 years are going to totally transform your one-on-one relationships, how you want to show up in partnerships, what part like partnerships play in your life. Um, 
we did get a sneak peek of that vibe between like March 23rd mm-hmm. and June 11th. So I also feel like that probably yeah. added to the like, wait, no, I'm having, I'm having a work year, but then like, yeah, like there was a little blip of something mm-hmm. earlier this year. So I definitely like see this, like these yeah. conflicting energies going on, um, giving it's giving crossroad for totally. sure. Um, but yeah, I don't know. In general, I would say like, like you would feel really silly if you like folk put all of your time and energy into this relationship and then like it didn't work out and you were like, wait, fuck. And now my like career sucks too. Or like, I'm not where I want to be. Like we can't give it all up for a man, for right. a man. Yeah. And I just don't think you should have to. Yeah. No, you definitely shouldn't have to. Um, But I don't know. I, I do feel like you do have like some, gr- I'm also like fucking, Capricorn stellium here I'm like you should really focus on your career and success um but astrologically I do feel like you have this opportunity in your career and workspaces mm-hmm. right now like through the end of this year and like into the beginning of next year so like I don't know I think it's worth like using that momentum for now and like either this guy should still be here through that or like there are others yeah I agree um yeah totally like use the astrology while you have it in your favor career-wise but yeah I just like I just don't think any man who's (laughs) gonna be weird about your job is not really worth it Mm -hmm. and he should be grateful for any time you can give him yeah so yeah and if you are not like feeling called to like prioritize him or your relationship like probably just listen to that yeah I think the universe will also like show you where you should be headed like if you Mm -hmm. get a promotion at work is like a dramatic example but like if you get a promotion at work that's like a sign that the universe is like yes we like see the hard work you're putting in and look it's paying off or if it's like bro is like you need to come home earlier and like that makes you feel bad about yourself and like restrictive that's like the universe being like hey is this the relationship for you totally yeah yeah like it's a difference between your partner being like shut your laptop because you're like about to fucking explode and being like I wish you didn't work all the time (laughs) you know what I mean yeah and like one of those is helpful one of those is not yeah so yeah listen listen for sure there's space for it all and like Mm -hmm. the little things that we don't know about because you didn't tell us but like there's stuff going on that's like the universe like gently pushing you in those directions and just like go with go with the flow Mm -hmm. thanks for writing in thanks for writing in uh we'll be back next week for our final episode of season eight of our not season eight but our (laughs) slut hot summer season Season seven wait What year is it? See, I remember at the beginning of the episode when I was like, I am three steps ahead. I am so far we're in the future. We're just closing season nine. <laughs> okay, well, no, we're not. Um, season six. But yeah, we already have planned season seven, obviously. Yeah, we're super we excited. fucking love to think ahead. <laughs> and it's going to be so funny. Yeah, you guys are going to love You're it. You're going to die. We've got things in the works for you. We'll see you on socials until then. Um, Have a great week. Have a great week, sluts. Bye, sluts. Bye.